God, 20 minutes feels like so yeah. long. I thought I went by fast. So we're back here with the Niche Movement Podcast. This is episode two. Hopefully you tuned into episode one. If not, you can definitely check it out. They don't go in order, so it's okay. Um, I'm Hannah. I'm here as an intern. I do graphic design and photography, and I'm here to help out Kevin. Kevin's the one who started this whole thing. It's a crazy thing, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, crazy. Yes, and we had the idea to bring back the podcast and actually kind of bring it to life and kind of give it a little bit more uh, width of what we're doing, so. And I think we touched on that a little bit last episode, but if you didn't watch it, I'll just let you know, I go to AU, I'm a student there, and I'm here to help out Kevin with any sort of graphic design, photography, Dan's here with the video behind the camera there. And um, we're here to help tell people's story, and that's what we love to do, and we'd love to tell your story. So if you want to contact us, we'll be happy to talk to you. That's what we do. We love talking to people. So um, today we're here to talk about motivation, because starting your own business has got to take a lot of motivation. So last time we talked about fear and all the things that might be holding you back. So now we're talking about what's going to push you forward and what's going to overcome that fear. Yeah. So motivation. On the day-to-day, how do you motivate yourself to come into work, especially being your own boss? I know that there's nobody telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're the talk, one in charge. So. Yeah. so what do you do to keep moving forward? Because like you said, I mean... Everything that you do, it, it's kind of like a risk and reward thing. So mm-hmm. you, you take a step and then you either get a reward or not. So <laughs> yeah. you have to be there to take the step. So how do yeah. you like motivate yourself on the day-to-day basis sure. to go forward? So, so I think I was just having a conversation with my friend Ama up in Boston about this. And we were talking about like the ebbs and flows of uh, how busy we are. And, and she's, she also just went out on her own as well. Um, so how busy we are, the, the ups, the downs, the good, the bad. And she kind of was like, but that come that that came in in um, you know that same thing came in her full time job. I was like, wow, you're right. Like, uh, and it, kind of the things I alluded to in the first episode that kind of came and went in my my full time jobs as well. Um, so to go back to your original question of like how I stay motivated, my biggest thing, and, and this is kind of like why I've created the community and been part of the community that you know I've been a part of, is because I love being around people. Um, having you, Hannah, here as an intern, having Dan as our video intern, and and having um, our editors, you know, and having our clients, I, I love being having that feeling of like I need to be. I, I'm people are relying on me and and their well being and direction and, and leadership, and I think it comes back to uh, what I was doing in my full time jobs is is it comes back to that word leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I need to kind of practice what I preach. And, and I can tell you right now, and this is probably what you're going to get into with me, is uh, it's every day is not rainbows and butterflies. Yeah. Um, it's tough. It's been tough. So Yeah, especially when you're putting yourself out there and you don't necessarily get feedback right away. You kind of have to wait and see how things play out in the long run. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, what are the things that really mainly give you that kind of push to keep going like even when you've had one of those days that's not rainbows and butterflies that day that really just kind of beats you down what is it that keeps keeps you moving forward personally uh probably you know i can probably share this because it happened within the last week is um i mean one minute we were filming uh, uh this amazing video for american university one of our clients 
in the next the next day or two yes where hannah goes to school so she said she goes to au you guys may not know where that is it could be you know yeah so we're here in dc she's she goes to american university and uh, it just so happens that in the same time frame we landed au as a client not by circum you know not by coincidence and um so at one one or two days you know we're there on canvas feeling it's a great documentary having a having a great time because it's, it's what i love and then you know the next 24 hours later uh, there was just things that unfolded with with my business and, and work and clients that obviously weren't ideal. It was out of my control. Uh, I think a lot of it relied on uh, it was based on because of communication and expectations and and, and things like that. Um, so there were some lows there, but but really, you know, bouncing back from that is because and I was talking to my father about this that night. It's he said it's got to be what you were doing before, right? And so whether, again, this we, we we're talking about entrepreneurship here in these first couple episodes, but if you have that full-time job, you gotta look at the bright side. So he said, you have the flexibility to do what you're doing, right? It's better than what you were doing before. And sure, my, my previous gig and what I was doing was a full-time job with salary and benefits and at a big university with a big infrastructure. Um, but you need to look back and say, well, it's better than what I was doing before that. You know, job one, job two, job three, internship one, two, three. So I think looking back and, and that whole cliche of hindsight and the grass is always greener, um, I need to find that small sliver. And sure enough, like that, that night and that next day, I actually was like sending cold emails to people. Uh, I was following up with people that I haven't followed up with in 45 days to see like where we're at, can I still help, et cetera. So if anything, having that, that light at the end of the tunnel gave me that fuel. And then I think at the end of the day is your livelihood, yeah. Uh, the finance part of it, because you need to get scrappy at times. And that's something I talked about in one of my Snapchats is I had to get scrappy and you got to sometimes make things work. Cool. So, yeah, so things aren't always how you plan them to be. Um, but on a Monday, for example, so we sure. work at WeWork and their thing is like love Mondays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, TGIM. And, yeah, exactly. So when you're gearing up for a week, do you like have a mantra or something that you say that says like, just, just keep going. Cause I know yeah. for me, sometimes I have to like, just look at myself in the mirror as yeah. cliche as that sounds. Yeah. Just be like, do it. You have to do hey, it. You gotta just do it. Our, our so, other, uh, our other part-time staff, Emily, you so he's used the word adulting and I love seeing that hashtag. Exactly. Do you use that yes. Hannah? I yes. haven't used it, but in my yes. head, adulting, I you know, right? exactly. Um, you have to do we're it. We're at different age, age ranges, but yes, I'm figuring out adulting. Um, <laughs> but I think, you know, it's funny. I look back at uh, about eight years ago, I was on a service trip in New Orleans. I think it was Habitat for Man. It was one of the colleges I was working with. We were in New Orleans. And one of the service leaders I was co-leading the trip with, uh, he was an electrician in New Jersey. He, was, he had to be at least 20, 30 years older than me. He had his own electrician company, a huge company in New Jersey. And I think it was a Saturday or Sunday. And he kept saying, he's like, Sunday is my most stressful day. And I was like, why? He's like, well, one, I'm here, I'm here helping out. I'm not with my company and my employees. But he's like, that's when you get all your ducks in a row. Yeah. When you check in with people, you figure out what's going on for the week, what happened from last week that didn't get done, etc. Like even mentally, you just have to yeah, put, mentally. put everything in. And um, for me, you know, I really, I've said this to Hannah, I say this to other people, like it's tough for me to do work at home. That's why I'm, I'm at a co-working space. Um, when I, I also find that hard. Yeah, it, it's just tough, uh, especially when you have your iPad and Netflix and, and your dog or, or, or partner in front of you. Like it's just easy to go not do anything or, or unwind. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes there's there's been times where you gotta hustle, you gotta you know wake up early or do something on a Saturday or post, you know whatever it might be. But 
Um, there's sacrifices to be made. But so for me, that Sunday night, I'm just, I get, I get a touch stressful, but I start thinking about like, what didn't we accomplish or what do we need to do? But I think one of the best things that, and you, maybe you can give me your feedback on this is, I think I've always liked my team to be able to be accessible on Mondays. I think working together and talking on Mondays is good versus waiting until Tuesday and Wednesday, especially when you're in a client agency field. Uh, and I think the other thing is we have, we, we use a Google spreadsheet where we kind of have our clients and our, our industry with the digital side and, and what are the things that we need to do and then we prioritize them by one to five, five being the most important. Uh, the due dates, what our needs are, what our notes are, where we're at. Hannah highlights what, you know, you highlight what you need to highlight. Um, and then we also use Slack. So I think for me, it's that, that Sunday night into Monday, I would let, rather front load the week than stress on Friday. Yep. Because oh. um, if you really think about it, the week is not very long. <laughs> and when you have a lot to do, yeah. yeah, it flies by. Yeah. Like today's already, what, Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good to get things out of the way and then you can kind of cruise. And like once you know where yeah. you're going, that's that's when you can enjoy it. I've always said, I, you know, especially now in my own company, I would love to just work 10, 15 hour days on Monday through Thursday and try to unwind on Friday and make a three day weekend. And that's not always the case. Um, yeah. And, and not everybody's that fortunate, but uh, that's something that I'm striving for. Cool. So one of the questions that we have here is what's the toughest thing that relates to motivation? So like, I'm trying to interpret that, but yeah. I guess what keeps you from being motivated? Like, is it is it being at home and it's being kind of mm. cozy and comfy? Yeah. You don't want to get out of bed yeah. in the morning or is yeah. it... Is it, I mean, last week we talked about fear. Is it the fear of mm -hmm. not things not working out? What is the worst part about losing motivation or what causes you to the most? I think a lot of people can relate to this, whether uh, no matter what field you're in, no matter if you're in entrepreneurship or, or you're working full time, um, I think it's overwhelmed. Yes, I agree. Um, and I think that's, that's when what I'm the least productive is yeah. when I'm overwhelmed. And I think you and I talk about this just in the four or five weeks, like how can we be very specific and very detailed and very like what just needs to get done here in, in mm -hmm. chunks. Um, I do a weekly mastermind call with three other entrepreneurs across the country and um, and we talk about the same things, but the call we had last week, the, the one of the guys was saying he just sometimes crawls up into a ball because he's like, there's so much that I need to do or to like, to get project A done, there's 20 things to, to yeah. do leading that. And like, you know, I'm sure, you know, I'm gonna call out Dan here who's behind the camera, but like, Dan, you're working on a website, right? To, to brand yourself. There's a lot of things that go into that, right? He's emailing me, do you have logos for this? I need video content, you know? It's especially sure, hard when you branding, have to coordinate yeah. so many people. Coordinating so. things. And, um, and so there's that fear of like, this will never get done, I'll just, I'll push this to the bottom of the list or I'll just, wait and focus on something else. And so I, being overwhelmed is I think probably the number one thing. Um, and yeah, there's there's some days that I'm beaten up, uh, frustrated, tired. There's other days that I'm more motivated than others. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great point, Hannah. I think you need to echo that because um, we're all just human. Like the, the kind of the gist of this podcast, no matter what age range or, or where you're at and what adversity you're facing, we're all just human. So. And we're all kind of going through the same thing. Adulting yeah. is hard. Yes, so. adulting. That should be like the theme of our podcast. Exactly. Thank, thank you, Emily Buckley. Yep. So I know for me, um, one of the things that I think about every time I'm feeling overwhelmed, as you're saying, is um, my mom used to say when I was facing a really messy room, because sometimes my room gets really messy, is that she would just say, 
do one thing at a time. Just tackle one thing, and once you're done with that, then it mm -hmm. all seems easier. Because yeah. once that one thing's out of the way, you have less to worry about. Yeah. So do you actually use like lists? Do you use iCal? Like what kind of yeah. things help you organize so that you can know just what to do and what yeah. you've done? Yeah. I know for me, it feels really good to yeah. check something off a list. So I yeah. like paper lists where I can just cross things off. I think, uh, so there's like the part of like actually physically doing the work, right? So for you, like photo editing, mm -hmm. photography, graph design, designing is actually doing the work, rather planning, talking about it, being in meetings. Um, so I know for me, like doing the work sometimes can get very tough because it's easy to talk high level, talk strategy. Um, and so doing the work, but at the end of the day, it does, it's that like endorphin feeling. It makes you feel really good. Kind of like um, a workout. Yeah, it exactly. It sucks when you're doing yeah. it, but afterwards you're yeah. feeling better. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I use a combination of a lot of those things and sometimes maybe I'm not using the best strategy. Um, but the, I think the number one, one of the things I started using back in January um, and people that have come across this might've seen it before, but is like the four quadrant system of like what's important and urgent what's important but non-urgent, uh, what's non-urgent and important, and what's uh, not important and non-urgent. Um, and I so think I you have a picture of that on the and so, yeah, so like in my office now, you can write on the glass, and so I literally drew a, four, a two by two quadrant, and I have a Sharpie, and every day I'll kind of update that or scribble on it. Um, because doing certain things you think is urgent, but it really isn't. Uh, or other things you're like, oh, I should get that, but it's like, no trying to do outreach or grow your business is actually going to keep you going forward. And right. so it is important, but it's not urgent. So, uh, so that's definitely one of the tactics, but yeah. so this might be reverting back to like last week's thing, but how do you know what's urgent? Like, how do you get that kind of feeling inside that? Like this must get done, yeah. which kind of, I say relates back to last week because yeah. our topic was fear. So maybe a fear that like, if it doesn't get done, things are going to get yeah. messy. Uh, so it goes back to what you we first started on. I was like the reliability and, and kind of accountability part. And because I am my own boss, there's 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 a lot of things in my work and life that like I hold my own self accountable to. So like just doing this podcast, right? Like I'm like, yeah, we'll just do it next week or we don't have to do it or we'll do it. Like, um, so having a little bit of discipline. Um, but so, so for example, like in the client agency world, like when the client speaks up or has, a, has something that has to happen, uh, that most likely will be pushed to the front of the bill, um, be push, pushed to the front of the list, right? Um, because at the end of the day, they are the one paying for your services. They're the ones you want to keep happy and you, they're the ones that they've hired you to do something specific specific for. Um, and so that certainly is. And so sometimes your personal brand or your goals or your smaller projects definitely get pushed to the bottom. Um, but yeah, to, to go back to the whole accountability part, I think um, when I can attach some type of deadline to to it, and again, bring people involved in it, um, I don't wanna let people down. And I think, yeah. I hope a lot of people can relate to that. So mm -hmm. I know you were talking about like group projects in school, um, group group projects in, in the real world don't change. Exactly. Some people yeah. get the A and you're like, why did they get the A? Mm -hmm. Why did they get the recognition? And it, it sometimes it stings, but you just gotta keep your head down. And that's true because in a group project, you don't all get the same grade. No. The one who does the work gets the grade. Yes. So, yeah. So you have to do the work. Yeah. Um, so this has been really informative. But um, if you had to talk to one person who was thinking about going out on their own and doing this yeah. and that they said that they had a specific problem like with motivation, yeah. what would you say to really inspire them? Yeah. I so know whether, that like last yeah. week we talked about like... So, so whether it's... Um, 
somebody going out, like looking to literally go out on their own, take a leap of faith or somebody, I keep saying this because I want to bring it back to being realistic and to the majority of people listening to this. Say you're in your own full-time job or you're looking to take a small risk or, or looking to pivot or looking to transition to a new career, new job, new boss, new position, whatever it might be. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's, it's really evaluating what really does motivate you. Is it money? Is it work? Is it work-life integration? Is it, is it um, where you work, how you work, who you work with, who you work for? Mm-hmm. Um, and coming back to, I, I talk about this a ton in the niche movement and the, the content we put out, but like, what are your strengths? Like what? Your purpose. Kind what of. is, what do people think you're good at? What do you think you're good at? And does it match up? Mm-hmm. And how can you go find a, a position in industry or a, uh, a market space that doesn't have that need fulfilled that you can go put your strengths into? And, and I have a lot of stories with uh, Callie, who I, Callie Hawk, who I interviewed in, for the book last year. She said, I love doing the things that people hate doing. And she loves writing. She was writing for like uh, finance industry and things like that. She's since kind of pivoted since that. But like that stuck with me so much because yeah. I love doing the things that people don't understand the value of or don't understand that the time commitment it takes and, and don't have time or want to do or, or see how to do. And uh, that, that little quote there of, of doing the things that people don't like doing really stuck with me because there's always yeah. a little going back to niche and niche you know there's something out there that somebody needs help with true yeah so that's kind of interesting like doing what people don't necessarily appreciate because i know it always feels good to be appreciated yeah and it's always nice to have your clients say like i love what you've done that that feeling that's what motivates me is when i feel like oh i did something good like i've made something beautiful or like i've helped another small business so i I know that that's something that motivates me about being with niche movement is that we can help people who are small businesses who are starting out on their own whatever they Mm -hmm. are doing tell their story because they really care about what they do and and sometimes living it right now you get caught up in finances growth customer service employees recruitment like there's just so much that sometimes uh and this is our mantra right now in 2016 is we need to tell our story this is why we're doing this podcast um and I think the, going back to episode one, the more you put yourself out there, your business, your, you as an individual, the more you have that small chance of getting noticed. You're like one piece of content away from being yeah. discovered. So. And I think that with fear, sometimes you think that it's not worth putting yourself out there yeah. because all the terrible yeah. things that could happen, whatever. But to do so is really kind of a reward in itself because you learn something about yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's really cool. What, what motivates you? I'm curious. I think like that at there, the stage of the life you're in and, and what you're doing and everything and what you've seen, what, what motivates you? Yeah, I think I'm kind of in like a strange circle where like I motivate me the most is that when I feel good about something, kind of like I was saying with the workouts and endorphins, like I don't like working out, but when I do <laughs> and afterwards I feel really good about it, I'm yeah. like, man, I should do that again. So for so, you, like, like, like using your camera, using getting in front of your computer, like when you create content. In the or, most specific moment when I'm behind my camera and I've change the settings like tested whatever and then i get the shot yeah it's instant so any photographers out there can relate to that i know it's i can instant to that. feedback yeah, yeah it's just that feeling of like that looks good and i did that yeah. and that yeah. pride i guess it's pride probably that motivates me and yeah. that might sound like a bad thing but i mean everyone should be proud in what they do yeah. and their cause yeah. and whatever so let pride motivate you yeah I, w- I would really challenge everybody out there especially if you um 
supervise a team, have a team. I, I really think having those discussions on a monthly basis of like what motivates you because I know for me, it changes and people month, forget month to month and it forgets. Uh, and um, so, so really challenge yourself to like ask your, your team or even have your boss ask you like what motivates you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that would really be a catalyst too. of like how you can hopefully maximize the, the relationship of, of, you know, your employees and your, your people that you work with. So agreed. Yeah. Motivation is key to productivity, yeah. I think. And so. not all days are great. Sometimes what we were talking about is sometimes you got to suck it up. You got to help the people you don't, you know, that the clients, the, the your, your teams, your, your organizations. So, yeah. Cool. Well, next week, what do we talk about next week? I think we're going to talk about how to grow an audience and, and kind of get your message out there. And, and to be honest, like we said, if, if you can, you know, we want you to influence this. And so we have, you know, about three or four other topics that we want to get to. But whether you're here in D.C., whether you want to jump in on Skype, we would love to tell your story, hear your advice, to share it to other 20 and 30 somethings or anybody listening. It's just not for young professionals, even though that's who we target it towards. Uh, but yeah, Thanks next week it looks like so. we'll be talking about how to kind of spread your message. Um, and I know both both you guys, Dan and Hannah, are looking to kind of do that. Dan is growing his videography business here in D.C. So we're going to be talking about how to get your message out there, whether it's yourself or your organization. Um, and to kind of close this out, I think what we want to go back to is what is a win that you've had in the last seven to ten days? What is something you're struggling with or we're working on that the niche movement community can help out with? And the third question I'll throw in there since this is the topic is, what motivates you? Mm-hmm. I, I'm really curious uh, what it might be. And I think it would be really good for you if you don't know to maybe sit down and actually think about what, what motivates you. So, And we'd love to talk about it and share it with others because yeah. if something motivates you, who knows? It might motivate a dozen other people. Yeah. So, so thank you for tuning in. And uh, Hannah, thanks for co-hosting again. Of course. And, Dan, and we'll talk to you next week yeah. and hopefully we'll have some questions from viewers that we can address specifically because yeah. like we said, we love to talk and we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, we, we feel, we're fueled on the engagement here and we want to know that we're on to something good. So whether it's it's two, two, or, two or three of you or a or hundred of you, please, uh, please let us know that you're listening and subscribe the whole, you know, give us a good rating and uh, we'll keep this going. Thanks. Mm-hmm.